0: I'm CG England. I'm Natalie Stout. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. CG England here with my roommate, Natalie Stout. And Natalie, we got a guest today. We have a very special guest,
1: near and dear to our hearts, probably most dear to your heart. Yeah. I'm
2: near and dear to a lot of hearts out there.
0: Well, we were supposed to introduce you before we started talking, (laughs) Michael England. (laughs) Michael England. We talk about Michael a lot. Yes. So so we we thought,
1: thought, yeah, yeah, it's a good way, you know, like for you guys to hear who Michael
2: is. I don't know what what episode are we on. 20-something. 20 20 something. So we got to 20-something episodes yeah. before we decided to have me on. Oh, I'm sorry. a little upset about yeah,
1: that. It's okay. It's
0: okay. Sorry. Um, and, you know, hey, you're a second guest, so, I mean. Second guest? Yeah. DF was our first guest.
2: Okay, I'm okay with, yeah, with, you're with, okay it with. following up after DF. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which, that means done for IF. Y'all are just now tuning into this one, but yeah. you'll get to that when you go yeah, replay go all of these. Go play all of them. So, um yeah. So, Michael, um, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Tell us, you know, you know, Take it back. Tell us where you're from. Yeah, because
0: uh-huh. we don't want to just talk about Michael England today. Like, right. give us and listen. We only mm-hmm. have what like twenty minutes, so oh, just, perfect, perfect. Yeah, because you know, that'd be pretty your... easy to
2: do. Also, I just gave blood for blood work, and so I'm a little, little lightheaded. So, oh, I'm perfect. Really, I'm going to do the best I can here.
0: Oh gosh, you don't look well. I don't look at you. That's great. Well, good <laughs> thing gonna, this is a
2: podcast. I'm going to dive out and, and catch no, Mike. Over there's here. no video, but yeah. no, uh, from Crossville. Okay. Uh, I have two. Wonderful parents, you know, awesome. and so, uh, they were young when they had me, so I think they were trying to figure things out, and then they had, um, my brother Jace, I have a younger brother Jace, mm-hmm. um, and so. We had a pretty pretty normal middle-class upbringing, I think. Went to mm-hmm. Disney World and we got Jordans and Nintendo games and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You were and, spoiled. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. You, don't,
1: you know, back then, you didn't think you were spoiled. Well,
2: I wasn't, but Jace definitely was. He's a baby. So, yeah, he's the baby.
1: Natalie's <laughs> uh, the baby. I get it. I got, <laughs> you know, Brandy and Mark didn't get a car when they turned 16. I did. You know, it's all those things, you know. The don't baby. get me
2: started on, on cars. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, That's a different even, episode. Yeah, That's it's, a different. It's,
0: it's okay. That anyway. Just so,
2: yeah. So uh, And then, you know, of course, uh, graduated from Cumberland County High School in 1997, best oh, dressed. God,
0: I knew that would come up. He got voted, but <laughs> that, that does not? not surprise me. You're
2: going to have me on here, and I'm not going to mention that well, I was best dressed. We've been recording
0: for two minutes, and you already brought up best dressed Listen, I'll mention
2: it again before we go, before we're okay, done here. keep going. And then uh, moved to, uh, went to Roan State at a high school. and mm-hmm. um,
1: Not far from home.
2: At home, you know. Yeah. Basically, it was the 13th grade, 13th and 14th grade. <laughs> And so uh, finally got to to branch out and spread my wings, go to Tennessee Tech in 1999 and uh, fell flat on my face pretty much at that point, you know, because I had no plan yeah, yeah. and didn't know who I was, didn't know what I wanted to be. And the only thing that I was good at or cared about was, you know, partying and being the center of the party and. You did a good job
1: Drinking and
2: smoking cigs. Listen, drinking and smoking cigs, man can make a living Mm. drinking and smoking cigs. I could have.
1: I'd still be there. I'd be. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, I'd have retired early.
1: I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know,
2: because I was good at it. Yeah. And so. uh,
1: But you quit them both.
2: Oh yeah, quit them both. Yeah, had yeah, to. Had to. Him. Didn't have a lot of choice with, yeah. uh, with, with. Actually, both of them. They're both pretty much poisons. <laughs> they
1: are. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they both will kill you. <laughs> I
2: like how society like lets us think that like alcohol is this fun thing that's just normal. No, it's an absolute drug and a poison that it you're poisoning yourself. Y'all both too. looked
0: cool smoking cigs though, but I'm glad oh, y'all both quit. Thank you. Thank
2: you. I did yep. look cool. Yeah. I did. I looked cool doing most things, but smoking cigs was
0: for one. sure. And you felt it too, especially
1: you know when you're young doing <laughs> it. it. Is. Yes. Yeah. I went got a smoke break. You know, God, y'all so But cool. as I transitioned y'all into
2: my, th- I always stunk yeah. so bad. <laughs> Holy guacamole! And listen, I mean, from like age fifteen to thirty five, I just smelled like an ashtray. Yeah. And so, yeah,
1: you know, I was I, like that too, young to, you know, you start. I think you know too when you're in a small town and you're in you skating know, rink. Yeah. Shout oh. out
2: Woodmere Skating Rink yeah, bathroom. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Smoking Virginia Slims that I had. You know, kited from my mom's You smoked
0: Virginia Slims Smoke whatever we get our hands on That's right, CG And they were expensive then I
1: mean, even though they're like $2 a pack then
2: Ten-year-olds couldn't be choosy On what cigs they were smoking
1: (laughs) Pick one up off the ground Be like, nobody smoked the rest of this That's what
2: a hobo and a ten-year-old has in Uh common They'll smoke whatever cigarette they can find That's right,
1: (laughs) that's right Move on (laughs) after I sat there and talked about cigarettes. Um, no, so but you're near, uh, so you're, so you quit them both. Yes. Um, and, in uh, your 30s. Yeah, and I'm going to tell 30s. you something.
2: What was crazy was like seriously six months after I quit smoking and drinking and was drinking water and going to bed at 830. Like I aged backwards for about two years, you right. know, because it's rough on you. That lifestyle. It is. It was is. Was tough, and I was starting to, I could see it in the mirror, you know, yeah. teeth and wrinkles and face, and I was starting and you to And pu-
1: you're puffy. Puffy. You know, when you, when you I was a lot of I getting the red
2: cheeks. Yeah. You know, and I just was starting to look bad, yeah. you know, and so then once all of a sudden you do a 180 and you're starting to eat, you know, throw, a, throw a, an apple and some broccoli down there every now and then and, uh, you know, drink, a, drink water and go to bed, it's like, oh, look at this, youthful yeah. glow.
1: Yeah, um, uh, you know, I love it. So
2: it was good feeling better, looking better.
1: Yeah, and you still have a good time. Like, you and CG, like, genuinely, like, have a good time yeah. without alcohol. And I think that's a huge thing, like, these days. Because, you know, so many people, you know, they go out, you know, to eat or they go mm-hmm. out with their friends. And it's like, oh, we're going to drink, you know. And yeah. it's like, even though tomorrow we know we're going to feel like death, especially the older we get. You yeah. know, if I have two glasses of wine, you know, the next day, I sh- I feel good, you know, well,
2: I mean. You know. And that was a transition, too, because early on in sobriety, and, of course, I don't know who knows or who knows what about my story, but I, yeah. I went to AA, yeah. uh, you know, uh, May twenty eighth 2015. Walked into my first or uh, my last first AA meeting. And began my journey to sobriety. Was that, and sc-
1: was that scary? It was
2: awful, well, and it wasn't necessarily scary. Well, my first one, I was still coming off a of bender, so the first one, honestly, I was still just this side of blackout drunk. Yeah.
1: Oh wow! How do they take you when you come? Because they're are seen they used it. to that? Yeah, so... they've
2: seen it, and they've all lived it. Yeah, you know. So yeah. they, so they, they saw it was a noon. It was a twelve o'clock, twelve o'clock meeting, and then there was a guy there told me to come back to the six o'clock meeting, and I was like, whatever, sure. <laughs> and of course for whatever reason you know I did I went back at 6 o'clock and at that point the, you know the the hangover was starting really I felt terrible ah. <clears throat> and I'll never forget I tell this story about uh, Buck he's uh, he, he ended up being my sponsor and now he's just a really really good close friend And he comes walking. It's May 28th, you know, so it's nice outside. And he comes breezing through the door and he's got this tank top on and he's tan and he's like, you know, flashing a smile and a peace sign. He's like, what's Mm -hmm. up, dude? (laughs) And I was like, if I could have, if I can punch this dude in the face, I would punch this dude in the face. Like, nobody's this happy, sober. This is a cult and I hate everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And and listen, and I felt that way for a long time, you know, because alcohol had become a thing that was, you know, I didn't know all the things that were wrong with me. Uh alcohol was how I dealt with all of those things yeah. and had since I was a teenager. You know, when yeah. I first started drinking, I always felt less than. I was a small kid. Ah. Alcohol was a thing that allowed me to be a you know, be who I wanted to be. Be cool. Be cool yeah. and fit in and it became my thing. Yeah. And um and letting go of that was pretty scary. I bet. And then once you go through the the program of AA and you you take these steps and you find out Oh, I, I've got there's something messed up in my ego. There's some things that happened in my childhood that that this is why I'm geared this way.
0: Yeah. And
2: but I can remember the first time going out to a social in a social setting. Yeah. Gangster gala.
0: When we were dating.
2: We had just started dating.
1: And so that was like your first outing. First oh, really going out social. in public. Social yeah. social
2: gathering. And it was going to be around people that I had drank with. And so now I'm going to have I felt like uh. and you feel like as an alcoholic, most alcoholics, we're, our egos are so out of whack. We're either the best or the worst. We want to be center of attention. And so this was going to be hard because now I felt like everybody's going to be looking at me. Like, why is Michael not drinking?
1: going yeah. a lot of people out that's all they'd ever known you
0: as. That's was all they've ever like, know. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Michael, the party's here. The, the party's you know? here.
2: And so. Turns I, out
0: nobody cared.
2: Oh, I asked <laughs> Buck. I said, man, what do I do? And he said well, can you chew with your mouth closed? And I said, yeah. He said, well, can you speak when spoken to? And I said, I think so. He said, just do that. (laughs) I was like, okay. And so we went, and I did that. And I think two people asked me if I wanted to drink and asked me why I wasn't drinking. And I was like, I'm just getting up early tomorrow, whatever. And there we go. Survived it. Yeah. And then, you know, a year turned into two years, turned into three years, and it got easier and easier. And Mm -hmm. I can honestly say today, for any number of reasons, that there's nothing, the, uh, the desire to have a drink is gone.
1: I, I was going to ask you that because I wondered that. I've never asked you that. And I wondered, like, you know, is it like, you know, are you sitting around and like, oh, I'd like a beer. Or I'd like a, you know, like So a-
2: I would be lying if I didn't say, because we live in a society where commercials come on. You see the Snoop Dogg commercial, and he's sipping a Corona with Andy Sandberg And you're just like, man, look at them dudes having fun. It's all, this is all manufactured. This is crap, okay? Right. And I'm going to tell you, this is a thing that, There is a consequence. There is no such thing as consequence-free drinking. So at my age, at our age, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: one or two drinks, like you said, is enough to make you feel terrible. And so at this point, because of the things that I have found in my life that I care about, I don't want to take a day off from running or feeling good, for that matter. And in AA, I built a relationship with a higher power. And so... I think the second I have a drink that relationship gets severed. Yeah. You know, and just simply having access to myself each day, I'm not going to relinquish that for a drink. But here's the here's the the beauty of AA and the program. I had as an alcoholic a irrational desire to drink, and then once I took the drink, then the the allergy of alcoholism kicks in and then I can no longer moderate how much I'm going to drink. Yeah. So once I pick up then it's on.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you were one of those, like you didn't just have like a beer or a cocktail. That makes you no had sense. yeah.
2: What are we doing here? I'm just going to have a Pepsi <laughs> if I'm going to have one drink. That's dumb. Right. And so once you work the program of, of AA, um, that desire is no longer there. And I can remember six months in, seven months in, for the first time I remember it was getting close to the weekend, and I just remember thinking for the first time since I couldn't remember the thought had never occurred to me that I need to, like, get a cooler ready.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and I was just like, I had plans. You know, yeah. God had had put people in my life. I had stuff to do that weekend that didn't involve yeah, getting blackout and drunk. Happens. Yeah. And so I thought, then the, then, the, then the panic is, well, can I sustain this? And then it's like what you have talked about on this podcast, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results, whether it's good or bad. Right. So if I continue to work this program and do the things that are incumbent upon me to stay sober, then I'm going to keep feeling this way. And yeah. that's what that's what AA was for me and that's how I've managed to to stay sober this long. It works, you know. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, it's like anything, you know. If some if CG gives a playbook on how to open a successful boutique to someone and then they don't do any of the things.
1: Yeah then D-
2: you're not going to have it. Yeah. And some of them are hard. And some of them yeah. you're like, oh yeah, I'll just skip two or I'll skip three. Can't do that. Yeah, you know, well, same yeah. thing with real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Running. Anything. Rodeoing. Yeah. Riding the rodeo.
1: Riding the rodeo as Michael <laughs> calls it. That's what I me, mean, Clark. Clark, Dave. that's for you. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Shout out Clark. Like, ride it, riding the rodeo. So now how long were you sober? So you met CG. How long after, like, all of this happens? I'd been
2: sober about six months. Oh, wow. So yeah. when we first started dating, and that was—and, of course, I've told the story. And, uh, you know, I, I you know, for the fir- heres another thing. <clears throat> for the first time in sobriety, you got to be honest. And there that's is— That's part a, of it? That's part of it. And it's rigorous honesty. And I had never done that. I didn't want anybody to uh, to think that I was a failure of any kind or yeah. that there was anything that I wasn't good at. And so for the first time in my life, I remember we went to go meet at O'Charlie's and I picked you up at C.G.'s Boutique.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't let him come to my house. Because you
2: didn't so, know if it
1: was a mass murder.
0: <laughs> And I've been living in Atlanta for eight years by myself, that's, so. That's good. That's a
2: good, that's yeah. A good I ain't
1: letting let my uh, house. Now, now, who introduced y'all? That's a, that's a good question to go back to. Like, who?
2: Ex-girlfriend. I okay. Got a, I, got a, I got a text from an ex-girlfriend. She said, hey, are you still single? And I said, why are you divorced? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, idiot. She was like, do you remember C.G.? Morrison, Morrison. I was like, ish. You know, it's hard to forget a name like CG. Yeah.
0: And I was a Kappa Delta. He was a Kappa Sigma. So. And we had mutual friends. A Floyd. Floyd, Adam Floyd. Shout out A A. Floyd. Adam Floyd. So Adam was a a friend of mine from back home who had pledged Kappa Sigma. And so I went to some of their parties and based on his previous life reputation, Dooley.
2: I I know Dooley. I had a nickname. I I really
1: forgotten because yeah. that's what Double T, Scott Wagner and Christy Wagner, called yeah. to good friends of mine, they would be like, "Do see she's dating Dooley. And I'm yeah. like, Okay. People would Dooley.
2: she would tell people, her sorority sisters, that she was like especially once we got engaged, she's like yeah, I'd get married to who? Like Dooley, and they're like, "Are you okay? Like, what's going on with you?"
0: Dooley, like, okay? no, I'm actually marrying Michael England, Michael, uh, the artist so, formerly known as Dooley. So
2: Dooley died. Dooley is gone, no longer with us. He doesn't oh, work here anymore. Oh, I don't know if he died. But I think he, he's he's gone. He's probably sitting down at the hog barn right now. Oh, the hog barn. <laughs> well, then he, was, <laughs> then he died. He didn't make it. Dooley didn't make it. He was in oh, hog, the hog barn.
1: barn oh. And so we went on.
2: <laughs> we went to O'Charlie's. and I. The whole the whole ride mm-hmm. up there, I was like, I'm just going just to shoot this chick straight. Because I had stalked her on Facebook and seen that she just got back from Paris. And I oh, was yeah. like, I can't. I'm not at a place in my life that I could take anybody to Paris. You, yeah. know, I, I, you know, if she wants to go to maybe Gatlinburg, we could go have her on Gatlinburg. Right. Get a cabin or something. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I told her, I said, look, I'm six months sober. I As said, I'm drinking
0: my Tito's and Tonic. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you know, I never I never, got, a, I never got arrested for Cg's yeah. Tito's and Tonic. And Tonto. that's yeah.
0: what he said, because when he tells me this, he's so honest, and I've got my drink, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he was like, your drinking has never gotten me in trouble. He was like, mm-hmm. you drink wow. if you want to drink. And another
2: thing. Listen, I'm no. not a teetotaler. I don't judge. I don't... It yeah. does none of my business what you mm. want to do. And I... I spend time in places where people are having drinks, and man, if it's a thing that you can make a, a normal healthy, if you think you're making it a normal healthy part huh. of your routine, yeah, perfect. Um, so, and I don't regret all of my drinking. Some of it was very fun. Well,
1: yeah, you're young, and you know yes. you had some good times with some friends. There's and, a time you know, and a place. But yeah, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I get that. And I so get that. I
2: told her I'm living in a basement apartment, and I'm working in a tire shop with my dad, and I've got thirty-seven fifty in the bank. Not three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Not three hundred and seventy dollars and fifty cents. (laughs) Thirty seven dollars and fifty cents. So it was I was paying off debt. I was trying to get my life back together. And
0: it was so refreshing because I had never dated a man that was honest. True story. No, (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah. (laughs) True story, she's not lying. So I had never had someone be that real and that raw and that mm. honest and I was so intrigued. I was like, okay.
2: I told her I said if you like if that sounds awesome, then let's we'll see how this goes. And I said he I didn't also, want to waste
0: your time. also That's what I was about to say. He also said I don't want to waste your time and you told me like you wanted to share your life with someone. Yeah. And at that time, that's what I you was, were looking for. Yes. Too. I was 31, I remember. maybe 32, yeah. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Early 30s and I was like Wow, this guy is just completely honest and wants to spend his life with someone, not have three on the side. Right? I mean, I roll yeah, all of my insert headsies. eye roll, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, um, but but yeah, I was intrigued. But,
1: well, and too, I think like when we get older, honesty is God, attractive. It's so attractive, even if it's not pretty. It's attractive that yes. somebody like Raleigh open honest with you. Yes, so I, I feel that way at least. So. Friendships, relationships, but everything. Yeah, everything. it's like let's just be openly honest. Yeah, but no, yeah. I, I I remember when y'all. I, I remember y'all going out the first time. You telling me, and then the second time, and then like y'all weren't that many dates in for. So she's like, oh, this love's. God. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I'm yeah. like, are you sure? Because right. you know, like, you weren't the painted picture of who I expected her to be with, and you know, it was like. Are you sure about you this sure? guy? And of course, at that time too, everybody's like, "Duly," you know. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, well, like, and this—be honest—I oh, yeah, I didn't party. have a lot
2: of—I didn't have a lot of equity in the <laughs> sobriety world. You know, like right. it was just not like, yet, not yet. And yeah. it was—it could have gone either way. Well,
1: there's probably lots of people who hadn't seen you and didn't know you were. You know, they were right. like they still probably thought that. But you know, mm-hmm. nonetheless, you know, I'm but, eight
2: years sober, and there's still people that like will see me, and I think that they're just like—I think some people honestly like are wait—they're like any day now. You know, he's going. He was, he'll be shutting you down any day now. Oh
1: no, no way, nope. no, because you would probably die the first time oh, you tried to well, 100%. do it. Like you know, because Listen, your body I remember is my
2: last hangover, and it was ruthless. And I can't, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. I doing that now. imagine. Especially you now Especially
1: you're, you're eight years older now. That's you
2: know? it. Oh yeah, my nothing has gotten more efficient at dealing with alcohol. It's yeah. all gotten worse. And I, you know, being around my friends, we've been in some situations with some of my high school buddies, my college buddies. And they'll, you know, they'll, they'll drink a little too, many, too much, and, and I'm just like, oh, good Lord. How are you doing How are it? you even? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> they're Why like, I'm coping I? with life, Well, I mean, Here's another thing that's been amazing is people that, one of the reasons that we drink is because of resentments, and we, our life didn't turn out how we wanted it, and we see people that we assume have it better than us or easier than us. And a lot of those people that I resented not because they had done anything wrong, but because I didn't like where I was at. Huh. They have come forward and come to me and been like, "Hey, dude, I need, I need, I need help. Oh, How I did know. you do that?" And, awesome. And it's <clears throat> it's been pretty. Eye so open. you've done that.
1: Like you you do have people that contact you. that are like, yeah. "Hey, man, like you know, yeah. I, I want to get, I want to get Absolutely. sober. How do you do it? Absolutely." You know? And
2: that's what's so I think cool about the program of AA is it's not about promotion; it's about attraction.
1: Yeah. And
2: I don't have to like go beat a drum about being sober. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like, you know, get people to, to join my, my group. They they see what I'm what, what ha what this program has accomplished and the people who have helped me, what we have accomplished. Huh. And they're just like, I would like to be a part. I would like one of those, please. <laughs> I'll, take a, I'll take it. I'll take it I'll take a dose of that, yeah. please. Yeah.
0: Since you've been sober, you finished your degree at Tennessee Tech. That's right. You And
2: listen, when I went back to Tennessee Tech, that was remember Susan Wells. Was was in your store. Yeah. And we were kicking it around and she was like, Give me your social security number. And I was like, Listen, Susan, Uh when you put this social security number in In the the tech database, database. database. it's gonna throw some flags. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she was like And y'all were married at this time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, We were married. Yes, we were married. married.
0: Okay. So okay, so first you married me. Yeah. And oh, what a wonderful On a day! Rainy day, yeah. Duck, Pond Duck Pond Manor. Manor. Yep, whatever. May sixth, and then you decided to go back to school. Mm-hmm. You got your degree. That's right. Um, this whole time you've been running. You ran marathons. You qualified for the Boston Marathon. You finished in the top two percent, which is he, incredible. First of
1: all, let's just let's just go back. Qualifying is for a the big Boston deal. Marathon is a huge deal because you're not a Kenyan.
0: No, I'm
2: and, not, you know, and, I smoke cigarettes for twenty years.
1: And yeah, like you know, just to think <laughs> yeah. you know, where God takes you to like <laughs> right. you'd ever thought like I'd no. be qualifying for the Boston Marathon. No. No. You no, know, that's huge. It's, it's it, huge. I say it
2: all the time, just like eight years ago, if you'd give me a pencil and paper and said, Hey, what do you think your life's gonna look like in eight years? This would have been not none of the none of this would have been on the mm-hmm. would have made that list. Yeah. You know, so
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you decided to take a leap of faith and quit your job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was praying so specifically for you to do that, but I never told you. You quit your job because you went on a run. You thought about it. You decided to take a chance, and you now run the Exceptional Bean. That's right. You are on countless boards Uh um, for nonprofits. You just received Alumni of the Year from Tennessee Tech University. We did. I'm talking about
2: you, though, not me. We did. I'm going to tell you something. That's another thing that's key to this whole thing is I haven't accomplished anything we have accomplished it has to anything that i have done in the last eight years has been because somebody has helped me along the way yeah like and susan wells with tech god puts people Amy. in your path yeah,
1: yeah. we've a, said that how many times on this podcast yeah. you do nothing alone you're no, not
2: self-made no. No. nobody nobody is self-made. michael jordan didn't get them six rings on his own no, no. he I had know.
1: somebody throwing him that ball oh. yeah, <laughs> and, and saying, he had his, yeah. had his mama had
2: his mama
0: backing him yeah so, so well. Yeah.
1: They get, that's awesome though that you guys can recognize that in each other and
2: yeah
0: but in eight years and like the root of all of these accomplishments was he quit drinking
2: well i i got to a place where i tell people that one of the most powerful things i ever did was i i admitted that i wasn't okay and i asked for help
1: <sighs> so powerful dude I, and, you, and you don't it doesn't sound like a lot but it's powerful. And, and it's life-changing, I, It's huh? life-changing.
2: And that, so at Tennessee Tech for the first time, I, I was drowning. But at that time, mm-hmm. for ego and just testosterone. you You don't care about school. You didn't well, know what you wanted to do. But the thing is, I didn't want to ask for help. I needed help. But I you not I didn't for even know what building I needed to be in. Like, this is the kind of help I needed to oh, ask wow. for. Like, give me a map to Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee Tech, we're not talking about University of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small campus. I needed help but I was never going to ask, never. It. ask for it. Never yeah. going to ask for it. And
0: how mm-hmm. many adults, like forget college students, they all need help, but well, 99% do. But how many adults do we know that need help, but their ego won't allow them to yeah. do
2: it? You got to, you got to. You could
1: probably sit here and name off. Why wouldn't that be? <laughs> we'd be like podcast, we'd be yes. like 40 million downloads
2: tomorrow. Y'all yes. want to start crying dropping?
1: I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. Listen, just and, kidding,
2: <laughs> and, but that's it. Humility in gratitude Ask have been the two biggest game changers.
1: So big, <clears throat> yeah. humility to me, and gratitude. I agree. And grace, giving giving yourself grace. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's you know? a good one. And that's that's a big one for me. I'm, I've gotten better about that. The older I've gotten, just giving myself some grace. And you know, I was you know I was a workaholic for the first bad, bad. Like you know, I mean, all I did was just work. I mean, that was it. And I had no life outside of it. And I had just become this person that like work 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 and, and I, I still work a lot but a healthy work now yeah, yeah. a healthy work you yeah. know and it's like there's always a healthy balance to everything yeah and I found my healthy balance and you know you go back to you know talking about you know 3750 in your account you know money never defines who you are That's you know right. and we live in a society where people you know they want to look at oh what you got what you got or oh wow this right. you know it doesn't you know and I of course you know I go back I started dating Clark who's you know 10 years younger than me and then he also you know he's out of college he's trading cattle he's a farmer he didn't have any money either you know we got together but uh, rawly honest about it too but I mean I was just like wow though like he was so honest about everything that it just was attractive it was like wow like you you love what you do and like you may not make a lot of money at it but you love it and you and you're happy you're happy and it
0: shows well and I think
2: that's a big paradigm shift for when I got sober it was always like I saw my friends they were taking these vacations they had these houses and doing these things that I thought were super important and then it turns into like I just want to be content and I just want to be happy okay and so to tell the story that happened at the Exceptional Bean, Joe Mann is a, is a friend of mine. He's a, he was a big deal in the um, ultra running world. So we always talk mm-hmm. running. Mm-hmm. And his son comes in, Scott, who has... It's amazing. Sc- Scott's amazing. Scott has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And he comes in on Mondays to work. And Scott... So, Joe, let's back up. Joe tells me the story. He does security for these these high-profile CEOs and stuff. He does security sweeps. Joe mm-hmm. used to work for the FBI. I'm not even sure if I should be talking about oh, this. Oh, great. The, the cars may be pulling up outside. No, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he no. does security sweeps for these dudes. Yeah. And he's got this client in New York who has an estate in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. And he's got a 38,000-square-foot apartment uh, on Park Avenue. Park Avenue. Mm-hmm. And so he's got two G6s, right? Those, those are so, jets. Those are jets, by the way. In case you've got, you know, ones in Italy, you got to go, you want to go to Hawaii or whatever. You need yeah, to back need, up. you
1: need to, Jets. And I agree, yeah. You know.
2: And so we're talking about this dude, and, and you know, it, he's, he's having him sweet for bugs and stuff, right? And he's probably got, he's paranoid and don't know who his friends are and all this stuff. Now, I don't know. This guy might be the happiest dude on the planet. I'm not saying that he's, Rap. that he But if I had to pick one where it seems like he's probably not all that content anyway. Yeah. Scott comes in. He's got a job to do. He's stamping our sleeves, and he he likes hot chocolate. So he gets a hot chocolate, and he's got his headphones, and he's got his music, and he's got his hot chocolate, and he's stamping. I'm like, who's winning at life right now?
1: Scott. Scott's yes, Scott. Scott. You yeah. know,
2: Bradley comes through the drive-thru one day with his dad and his girlfriend, and they're going to Lowe's to pick up some stones and some landscape and stuff to go home to work. He's going to get to work with his dad, Aww. and he's got a. He gets his caramel frappe, dude, and he, you know, he drove off, grinning ear to ear, and I'm like, "There's not a Elon Musk is not happier today than Bradley Steyer is right now." Fact, going to Lowe's to to get to work with his dad, and it's like, so if we're trying to be. Happy. That's the goal. Happy is the goal.
0: Happy. A, a million is the dollars goal.
2: wasn't going to make Bradley no. Steyer any happier. No, you know? so. no.
1: I mean, and here's the thing: the more money you make, the more money you spend. I've always said that. And it's mo never... money,
0: mo problem. And, and you, get that, you get into Biggie. that. You get it,
1: into that. It's never enough. You get into that, right. that. You know, like okay, I got to. You know, I did twenty deals last month. I got to do thirty deals this month. Right. I got to, and it's just a rat race. And that will. That will. Where on you. Physically, mentally. Oh, it just, it destroys everything. And so it's just like finding a balance. And and so many people never get, I'm so thankful for everything I went through to get me to where I am of finding balance, you know? And I mean, mine was just, how do I find it? Mine was, I'm going to pour into other people.
2: You're a much happier person when I first met you. Exactly. And it's noticeable. Yeah. You know, because it was just like I could tell. I mean, you know, and you were, by all measures, very successful. Yeah. But I was like, she's not happy. Because I'm like, I it's was. She it mad all the time. Like, he's f- God, yeah. That
1: was. I mean, yeah. I was just And you, you would run like, through the
2: door, and blah, 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 blah and then <laughs> boom, gone. I'm like. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I guess. CG, CG your friend Natalie seems
1: great. She thinks
2: awesome. Right, that's right. And now when I see you, like, we chat. Yeah. You I'm know, chill. I'm more chill. chill. Like, Visibly.
0: I, people yeah. notice. Yeah. yeah people, I, like, that have known you have come into my store and, they're, and they listen to this podcast and they're like, wow, I'm so glad that Natalie is better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've had more, a lot of people tell me that, like, I'm so I'm so thankful that, you know, you've... Yeah. And, and you don't realize it, you know, it's just like anything else. You don't realize that you've gotten addicted to that mm-hmm. success, that addiction to that getting to be the biggest, the best, the, you know, and then it's like,
0: for what? For what?
1: what? I, I, I mean, for what and why, you know? Yeah. But I, I'm very, you know, I'm very content with, like, my life now. I'm very... And I'm always, like, you know, looking for something, you know, just like you guys, you know, we're always looking for something else to get into, something else to be better at or something to focus on, but it's not so... Success and money driven, and it was like you know, I and it all goes back to the way you're raised. I was raised where my parents, they're taught, and they, you know, you work and you make hay. And my dad was a farmer. You make hay while the sun is shining, and you put money back, money back, money back. I never. My dad like two years ago told me, said, "You need to keep working hard till you get a million and a half in the bank, and this and that." And I'm like. Well, first of all, what's wasn't even having the bank, I and mean, it didn't mean it's be investment side. Uh, but anyways, you know, it's just that whole you go back it's to How you were raised, you know, like yes. you should be working. You know, yes. you should be working. There's nothing else you should be doing. And it's like, no, no. you need to be enjoying what little time we, we have on this earth. Yes. Well,
2: and I've I've had so many examples of like friends from high school that 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 have passed away or have been in horrible accidents and it's just yeah. like, they now they're not worried about their investments or no. their bank accounts. No, it could
1: early. all be gone tomorrow. It could
2: all be gone tomorrow. So yeah. what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, especially know? like for the three of us and we've said this many times on the podcast, podcast, we don't have kids. Right. So it's like, you know, we don't even have to like worry about putting somebody either college or buying them a well, car or, you know.
2: I did watch my niece and nephew for 48 hours I, last I, week. I saw that on so Facebook. I, I'm kind of a parent.
0: Yeah, now. yeah. I they didn't it. shower the whole time
2: they were at our house. <laughs> Listen, details, babe.
0: Yeah. I okay. laid out non-breakable plates and cups They didn't use any of them And huh? washcloths and towels And when I got back from Atlanta We ate
2: fast food, easy cleanup. Yeah. All the
0: towels and washcloths were unused Oatmeal cream
2: pies, fast food And yes. and I
0: said, Michael, did they not shower? One was going to basketball camp every day And he said, babe, they swam, it's fine They swam in the pool I mean, yeah, I kind of with Michael I know you are I, mean, you're I won't like say that. your yeah. nickname Yeah So <laughs> Hadley <laughs> like, didn't used to be a fan of Basie yeah either
1: like I, well, I was working at Logan's like let's just go into it like you know I was like working 24-7 at Logan's yeah, and was like, I was like I gotta work tomorrow I gotta work tomorrow listen, why am I gonna go
2: my first t-shirt at Applebee's it was the shout out Applebee's by the way mm. shout out to my Apple crew I love that's y'all that's
1: right and they, and, they, and they still like come and support me hey, too listen, so,
2: hey, yeah. yes Applebee's been some big supporters of the bean true my, it was Mucho Fest. We had Mucho Margaritas. And I got this t shirt, and I started working like in June. And mm-hmm. I we went through like September. Didn't wash that shirt one time.
1: Oof, yeah, I know. My but, mine was like, you know, like two days. But, you know, I mean, you know, still it's Logan's. <laughs> it's gross, you know, whatever. But I was just like, yeah, I mean, I got to be back tomorrow. I get home at 11. I got to be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, i like, why open. am I showering? And, you know, I'm going to smell yeah. like peanuts, peanuts and steak. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. Shout so, out Logan's yeah, right Shout else. out Logan's. But, anyways, back on course of y'all yes. got married. You quit, and so, anyways, y'all have been married. How long before you let's 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 real quick because I don't think we've ever talked about this. How was the idea of the being born? Hit it You're our guess. So,
2: she, CG got involved with Rising Above. There's a much longer story there, but her yeah. and Becky uh Davidson uh became friends and she was asked to be on the Rising Above board. Mm-hmm. And so we got more involved with um uh uh A Night to Shine, Heroes mm-hmm. Ball and we started going and being chaperones and, and helping out with those events. And those are amazing too because our friends in the special needs world they don't have all the uh, hangups hang ups that our typical teenagers have. Like you go to a dance with special needs kids and adults you gotta like sweep them off the dance floor at the end of the night, dog. They yeah. going they dancing, and so we started having so much fun at those events. Yeah, and then uh, we got involved with Ainsley's Angels. We were walking to lunch one day, and we saw the stairs were set up, uh, had an Ainsley's Angels booth, and Bradley was there in his race wheelchair and his medals. And he's a, uh, you you meet Bradley, you're immediately hooked. Because, yeah, you know,
1: Clark's mom mm-hmm. knows Bradley. I yeah, know Every, this. He's, like a, he's a he's a celebrity. Like, I'm like everybody. It's Bradley, Everybody knows you know, Bradley. yeah, and so
2: he's such a positive person and he's just always smiling, always happy. And so, um, we got involved with Ainsley's Angels that year. Uh, the Cupid chase was the first race, it was in February, and I was immediately hooked. You know, we, yeah. we ran with uh, with Bradley in that event, and then we started spending more time with them and learning that uh, Bradley has always wanted to work. You know, he's always wanted to uh, have a job, something that I have taken for granted my entire life, Same. you know? And so, uh, a few times it looked like maybe he was going to get a job and then it would, it would fall through for one reason or another. And so we thought, how can we, how can we maybe help with this? And so, We were watching TV on a lazy Sunday, and Modern Marvels came on, and it was a story about coffee shops and how popular coffee shops are in Europe and what a huge part of the community that they are. Mm -hmm. And This is another thing that the special needs community is lacking, and we've dealt with this a lot, it seems like, in the last couple months, is the fact that... They don't really have anywhere where they feel like... They always feel like they have to like either apologize for... Okay, they're in the way.
1: Yeah. And like, everywhere they go.
2: Everywhere they mm. go. And a lot of places they can't even go because of different reasons. Doors aren't wide enough. There's no ramp. There's no, there's no bathroom. There's no bathroom that's accessible. All these things.
0: Because the Again, world wasn't built for them. That's right. Hmm. Uh, things
2: that I have taken for granted. Looking like I look with, with, with the abilities that I have. You know, I can go just almost anywhere. Mm. And so... Uh, Coffee shop made sense. It kind of checked all of those boxes. CG has said that before, you know, community, employment, and so it, it was uh, it was kind of a no brainer. And then we looked into franchises and all these other different routes. Um, decided to go with the nonprofit route. A, we thought it it looked better. It was a better way to go. Um, we didn't want to be seen as exploiting the special needs community, uh-huh. and so. Nonprofit also allowed us to fundraise, and it mm-hmm. allowed our community to help us build it. And so uh, people who have donated, such as yourself, yeah. um, to all... You go in the bean, every table has a plaque on it. Um, all of our equipment was donated. And so the community really come together, mm-hmm. came together, and put that place... Yeah. Made it made, it a, made it a reality.
0: We're where we are today in Cookville Creative, Luke Ramey. Luke was a huge supporter. Luke has helped us out with yeah. countless projects. For and, sure. And... Um, there's just so many people that. Yeah, that list is so long you can't even oh, begin to start naming. No. You would
1: forget 150 people. Literally, easily. Yeah. yeah, just and not because you meant to, because that many people right. have, yeah. have chipped in.
0: That's what's cool though is our community built the beam. Yeah.
2: yeah, and you know w- we could talk for an hour podcast about all the success stories, but it has been so neat to see over the past year individuals that when they first got hired, they said they I can't do that or I won't be able to do that, and now they're doing that. Yeah. yeah, I can't run the register. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? Now they're running the register. I yeah. can't be
0: a barista. I
2: can't be a barista. Now, they're, barista. now they're a barista. Yeah. And so if they've never been given an opportunity, you know, yeah. I don't know how to ride a horse, but if me and you worked on that for six months, you probably teach me how to ride a horse. Yeah. I'm not going to.
1: I, I don't know, Michael. I mean, you know. Well, you legs mean, like these, I, I got. I think you could hold on real good because <laughs> you do, do a lot with your legs. That's so right. yeah, yeah, I think it'd be great.
2: That's you legs know? and that's, you know. But They... Um, They've been amazing, and here's what's really cool for me is that you see them meet up there. They'll get to, they'll come. They've got, they've got a, a network of friends, and this is also something that I just talked about. Apple buddies, all my yeah. apple buddies. Well, those are friends for life, and, and like, guess where you met them? Guess at where Work. I met them at work. I yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Well, CGMA worked at Logan's. Yeah. That's how come That's we became
2: right. friends. Yeah. And so to see them have a social network and they get together for game nights and they get together, they go to the library together. Uh, we've got. We've got some individuals that, that are now dating. Yeah, you know these are all things that, that I again took for granted. We grand, take for we take, take for so granted. much for granted. And the thing changes from, uh, I ha- from I have always been my whole life. I have to go to work. Uh, mm-hmm. Wake up on Monday and think I have to go to work. Bradley don't he Bradley gets to go to work. Yeah, and he's so about Bradley it. comes in the front door and is screaming across the shop. Is the trash full? Can I take the trash out? Then love he comes it. to CGs
0: and does the same thing.
2: You got any trash or boxes that need to go mm-hmm. out. And so working, he has a purpose. <laughs> going from the environment that I was in with and not, I love the automotive industry, but a lot of those people are very angry.
1: Oh well, yeah, you're there, you know, and you're dealing with the public, yeah, the public you, know, you know, who's know. there to pay money to get tires, which, you know, is something we need, not something we have to yes. have, you know, something we have to have, not something we want, you and know, so everybody's grouchy. Yeah. Everybody's grouchy.
2: Customers yeah. are grouchy. <laughs> yeah. Employees are grouchy. Yeah, they've been
1: doing it. You know, they're tired. They're it's, tired. Hot. It's, it's hot. hot. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> something, you know, yeah.
2: So, going from that environment to having people come in and like, I have to tell Bradley, he comes in on days off to get a caramel frappe and starts like war- wanting to take trash. He's like, I'm pretty sure it's trash full.
1: <laughs> I love it. Like,
2: Bradley, you're not even working, dude. Like we'll take care <laughs> yeah. of the trash today. Enjoy I
1: your love
0: frappe, that. Bradley. And I so,
2: love that. you know, we're trying to, and we're, you know, and we've learned so much and we've made some missteps and we're learning. Oh, that's and we're, business. That's business. Yeah, and we ta- You you have talked about this yeah. in, in this podcast. And so we're trying to get uh, to, to improve every day. And we're getting better every day. And so
1: Yeah. And it's so okay, like here's something that I want to throw out there to everybody listening. What are some ways that people can help the bean, the exceptional bean in Cookville? What are some ways well, that, that people who are listening out there and they think, Well, I don't live there or I don't or I can't financially donate right now, but I you know, like what are some things that they can do?
2: Um, so obviously, I mean we've got a lot of things going on right now. We've got our bottomless tumbler. That has just come out. July 18th will be a year. And so if you buy one of these bottomless tumblers, mm-hmm. it's right now, the rest of this week, they're $250.
0: But by the time mm-hmm. this airs, it'll oh, well, be Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah. it
2: will be $300. Yeah. $299. $299. We can edit yeah. all this out. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be $299. <laughs> but what that gets you is free drip coffee for a year and you get $3 oh. off any other purchase. And it's a good deal. If it is you're a somebody good deal. who's local and you come in a lot, you're going to break even on the deal. Exactly. And it helps us out. Yeah. Um, of course, we are we are currently putting together some some fundraising opportunities, but we also um, just coming in and supporting us, coming in and buying a cup of coffee is mm-hmm. is just coming yeah. in. You know, the coffee shop always is the best when it's full, I know. and when you got people in there sitting and, and it's such a cool space. It's yeah. So so, cool. so yeah. just coming in and getting a drink and, and meeting some of our bean team is a, is is enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but if you feel compelled, we certainly. Take big checks. So oh, if somebody's okay. out there wants to wants to cut us a a, a big check, we certainly will take those yes. as well, or a
1: smaller check, or a small. You know, I take yeah. anything.
2: We'll accept anything from five dollars to fifty thousand.
1: I love it. So or this, what? Well, yeah, like five million, he <laughs> meant five million. <laughs> that's yeah, right, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> are you big ballers out there listening? Right. This <laughs> is
0: a podcast about business, right? And so we are a nonprofit, and we have learned in the past year that our payroll is way out of whack. Because the mission of the Exceptional being is to employ individuals with disabilities and special needs. They can't work a typical 40-hour work week. So we were told to hire more than what we needed because in a typical place of employment, you hire people. They never show up. They may come to the interview, get the job, Mm -hmm. but then they ghost you. They Mm -hmm. may work a week or two, but then they find something else. Our crowd doesn't have another option. So we hired 33. We still have 33. That's awesome. It is awesome. In a year. It's amazing. It's also sad because there is nowhere else for them to go. Right. So they're going to hold on to this job. It's also a heavy burden of payroll. Right. There's a reason why coffee shops employ four people, not 34 people, Right. right. So we have learned in this past year, we are a nonprofit and we have to fundraise just like all the other nonprofits. Yeah. So we run off of donations. We right. keep our doors all open off of donations. So yes, buying a cup of coffee, huge, come come support us. Right. But um, we're about to launch some giving campaigns over this next year to say, we need you. If, yeah. if you love the bean, if you support the bean, if you support the special needs community, um, sponsor a teammate, you know, 50 bucks a month and you'll you'll pay their paycheck. That's right. So, we have learned that if we ask of our community, mm-hmm. Cookville, the Upper Cumberland, they show up and show out. If we don't tell you what we need, you don't know. Right. right. Exactly. You just
2: assume everything's going hunky-dory. Yeah. Right? Yes. You just right. assume
0: the, the doors are open, yeah. the money's flowing, yeah. everything's great. And it is. If we were a typical coffee shop, our sales are
2: phenomenal. Yeah, they're great.
0: But we have over 30 employees. That's right. And
1: employment right? is always your biggest, yeah. like your biggest expense. I was just talking about this with uh, a, another friend that owns a coffee shop. Oh, wow. A, in Smithville, mm-hmm. um, And she said employment is her biggest, just like at the realty firm, employment sure. is our biggest expense. Right. Well, you and like, I talked
0: about the realty firm Smithville. You told me the number, and you may not want to share that, yeah. you may, but you said, CG it costs X amount of dollars just to keep the doors open. Yeah. Right. And people don't even realize that. People yeah. don't realize that. And
1: they don't realize like how quickly things add up. You know, like Quick. how the, the cups, the, the sleeves, sleeves the, toilet the, straws, sure. the toilet paper, the straws, the toilet paper, the soap, the electricity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, everything yeah. that adds up so quickly. Yeah. So, you know, I know that y'all have talked about, you know, you're going to start fundraising more. Yeah. So if there's anybody out there also who has fundraising ideas or you know yes. of something that has done exceptionally well for something for, for an organization or whatever – C- contact CG and Michael. I mean, they're easy to find. You can find CG at CG's. You can find Michael, at exceptional being. They're both on social media. Send them a message and say, hey, got an idea. You know, I mean, the worst thing they can say is, well, it probably won't work or hey, we'll try it. You know, yeah. so please, right. please reach out because I know that they are right now looking for those avenues mm-hmm. to keep this great, like cause a lot and mm-hmm. it's great well, to, you
2: know and we also want to grow you know because i have a stack of applications
0: oh God, 50 oh, gosh. deep so 100
2: deep you know what i mean so there are this is a huge need and it's easy to to this was not a, this was not my problem you know so until we got involved with rising above and ainsley's angels this is not something that i it was even on my radar and then you, you get involved in this and you realize that this, how important to mental health and physical health and just how you view yourself, having a purpose, having a job and a reason to get up and get fixed up and get a uniform yeah. on and go into work every day is a huge deal that the majority of us take for granted. Amen. And that's what we're doing at The Exceptional Bean is we are employing these people and that's the reason our payroll is always going to be out of whack because they need an opportunity, and we're yeah. we're providing. They're going to give them those hours, and yeah. and everyone who, who who teams with us and and they're a part of that. You're changing yeah. someone's life, yeah. You know, uh, and it's it's a it's a huge deal, yeah. and, and to see it every, day. I'm blessed to get to work there every day and see it every day, and see how we've got an individual that works there, David. When he first came in because he was at home and he mm-hmm. was with his parents and he he liked to play video games and communicating with David wasn't the easiest, his, you know, and so as he has worked there, he's interacting with customers now and you can have a conversation with David and he has, yeah. he has grown and, and has, 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 has developed so much in the past year. Yeah. And, and Bar- go ahead. On, no, you way. go. Barb. Yes. You know, uh, Barb's a, I a- I a- a- Barb. amazing. I love Barb. Heather's amazing. They're you know, all amazing. They're all amazing. There's yeah. not there's yes. not one single person that works there that I couldn't tell you some story or some example of how they have how they've changed. In I love the customer
1: service because they are the first, I walk through the door and it is boom, they are on me. Like yeah. here's your menu. What can I get? You know, it's, just, it's their it's job. Right. I'm and they take like, pride wow, can you go to all the other restaurants in the Upper Gumball and then make sure that, you know, remember the 30-second greet at Logan's? Girl, yeah. Well, y'all have got like a three-second greet we did. at the Exceptional <laughs> yeah. Being. You know, it's like you walk in and they're excited and you can yes. see that. And and I've seen, I've witnessed the growth of some of them. that, yeah. that You know, when I first when y'all first opened, there'd be like two or three of them and they'd kind of be shy about giving you a mm-hmm. you know menu. Now it's like, just like you said, you know, it's like you walk right. in, it's like, Hey, how are you? Here you go. You know, and so it's like, cool. wow. You know, so yeah, growth is, it's, it's awesome. To, in
0: just a year. They have evolved year. and yeah. grown so much. And
1: look how, look how, I mean, like guys, like just the fact that the doors are still open and everything is still flowing like it is. Like, I mean, I'm proud of y'all. And as a business owner to business owners, and I know that y'all aren't the owners of the being. You say this all the time, you're the founders. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's just, I'm so proud of you both. And it's, it's Thank huge. You. I mean, it's just what y'all have done is, Absolutely, huge. what we
0: have done. Yeah,
2: what yes. we've done. You yeah, yeah. Our, wow. our board, you know, um, it's the community, just, uh, the community, and uh, yeah. you know, and so. Yeah. Shout out to our, soror- our sorority sisters, fraternity brothers. They showed up and showed out, you yeah. know, in the beginning when this was like just two, we didn't have a building, just two people asking for money. Yeah, we were
0: just asking for money, and <laughs> you and Natalie were one of them, too. Like, y'all the just... Ruiz's, yeah. 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 You know, just... And people, the Olingers. The O-lingers, I love you know, it. Parks. Just cut us checks. This girl that I went kindergarten to fifth grade with who lives in Washington, D.C., who I haven't seen since fifth grade, sent a donation because she saw it on Facebook. See,
1: I mean, it's things like that, like, and it, just a imagine if you, there was like you know thousands of those coming in. and there will oh, no. be yeah. i'm a big believer in speaking things into existence yeah. there's gonna be multiple exceptional beings there's gonna be so much flowing through there sure. and yeah. it's gonna be just huge and there, you guys are gonna have 330 employees before you know it i mean I and, that. that's our
0: addri- oh yes. i shouldn't say that's our address but yeah. 330 is a special number oh. <laughs> I love I it. it. I, I love it. it. I dig it. Yeah, I have so, But yeah, that's that's, that's probably a, a good a good anything place to wrap else it up. But you yeah, yeah to say yeah, Michael, else you how much you love me? Yeah, let's go. And, uh, we haven't Confused. talked about he our said, dog. He just said yeah. he just said I love you. I love, you I, love like, you. I tell you that. You love our puppy.
2: Yeah, I love our puppy. I mean, yeah. he's... A, CG uh, loves him more. Yeah. Just oh be my honest. gosh, I'm second place at that house, and it's not close. Well, no,
1: no, no. I mean, I just I love the dog more than you do. I mean, like, cause she loves that like.
2: She's like, yeah. I was like,
1: oh, I'm so glad we can be dog moms together. I'm like, Natalie really forgets she has a dog. I'm like, I, I like I love her, A.B., but like she's my companion. Like you know, like so she's like, that's, that's
0: my baby. Yeah,
2: yeah. he's. I will say this, he's he is cute. amazing. You know, he doesn't shed. He does, however, like my running partner Jeff more than he likes me. Hmm. So yeah. um, so we're gonna have to Jeff, work on Jeff's that. A dog
1: dude, then. He, he loves just, Jeff. Jeff. Some, some dogs just like gravitate toward people. Yeah, yeah. it's like they, does, can, they can like,
2: feel we'll, it. I will we'll be. Uh, finishing up a run, and he'll come. He'll see us, and he'll come running, and absolutely just blow right past me, like I'm not even. Like literally, doesn't see me and just goes like to goes Jeff. straight to Jeff oh, like, cool funny. cool, bro cool. I love
1: it well, Michael thank you for sharing your story with us thank you for being brawly honest with us and thank yeah. you just thanks for being here and, and no doing job. this and I know so thanks you for didn't, having me and so you didn't make you do it you know she didn't make you do anything so you, you did this on your own and we, yeah, we, this we very much appreciate it I will it.
2: always listen I like the sound of my own voice oh boy so Same. I will <laughs> 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 I know right <laughs> <laughs> So I will totally, you know, next week. Yeah. He's so like, a will like should we make this like a trio? Let's do, like right, y'all let's y'all do, let's do a trio. Another yeah. podcast? Yeah. No, like Delicious dish.
1: Roommates and their mates. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. Awesome. no, uh, again, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.